Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. What's up? <laughs> we are a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Lindsay. Yeah. And today we're doing a movie sode. Yes. Via Lindsay. Yes. What you doing? This is my like book adaptation to movie that like you didn't like but mm-hmm. uh i'm doing p.s i still love you which is the second book in the to all the boys i love before trilogy mm-hmm. netflix adaptation yes netflix adaptation. we're on a netflix like kick right now i know just did. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah we just recorded our shadow and bone episode mm-hmm. which is also a netflix adaptation so yeah god bless netflix mm-hmm. <laughs> do right the now work. right now we agree with them they piss yeah, us off right. sometimes but you know but i mean these two i think they did a really good job so. yeah all I'm right. Excited. So yeah. I have not read this book. Yes, you. Have I not. tried to read the first book, and I could not. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I love the movies. Yeah. So I do think Laura Jean is way cooler in the movies, mm-hmm. but I do love the books because I feel like she she starts off really whiny, but she has a lot of growth in the books. Mm-hmm. And by the third one, you're just like, I like you. Yeah. But it takes. Like, She's a teenage girl one. in high school. Exactly. She's almost so. like sixteen. So it's like, mm, yeah, I understand. <laughs> but yeah. So. It's going to get real spoilery <laughs> for the book for you, but I'm assuming you have, like, oh, no fine. intentions of, like, reading No intention this. whatsoever. Yeah, so it's, like, and... I love the movie, so I'm excited to kind of hear because yeah. you're always saying, it's so different. I'm it's like, so I'm not going to read it. It's so funny because I me. remember reading the book, and then, like, I was so psyched for the movie, and then, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, wait a minute. Did we read the same book? Yeah. Like, it's interesting because there's, there's similar things, but the whole, like, base story mm-hmm. is really different. Yeah. So. so this isn't so much of, like, a hate because my Percy Jackson yeah. one, I was kind of ragging on it. Yeah. This yeah, is more yeah. so a compare contrast for you. Yeah. Right? It's just a more of a like, I kind of, it's not the, so much that I hate the adaptation. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's really left field for me. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like Catching Fire was like my perfect adaptation. Like uh-huh. I feel like, oof, page to book. This one is just, <laughs> or where did the pages go? <laughs> like it's page, oh. it's something to screen. But yeah. it, it's interesting. We'll get into it. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in the book, right? Okay, because in the movie, mm. it ends with them, like, actually being together, right? Like, yes. they're, she gives him the letter, and she's just like, oh, I actually, like, have real feelings. And they kiss on the lacrosse field, and it, like, credits hit, and mm-hmm. the next movie starts, and they're dating already. In the books, <laughs> they're not dating yet when the second book starts. Oh. So it's a little different, and the biggest main difference that's gonna like change everything from book to movie is the fact that everything to do with the hot tub scene like that whole like the video leaking into the school is still a major plot point in the book and it's not in the second one because they kind of wrapped everything up in the first one which Mm -hmm. i completely understand because i don't think they thought they were gonna get a second one you know what i mean they kind of like wrapped everything up and finished it that way because so it's its own yeah so that because they didn't know if they were gonna get the other two like you never know like Mm -hmm. with these things like how good it's gonna be like it could have been really good or it could have been like what's that one that's like a harry styles (laughs) fan fiction yeah it could have been one of those after or something yeah like oh yeah yeah i think it's after and the second one is after we collided or some shit like that i've watched it with a lot of alcohol and it's not worth it (laughs) exactly see it could have been one of those but it's not it it, it did really good Mm -hmm. like uh like it's really good acting i love them good movies Mm -hmm. but 
they kind of wrapped everything up with the whole hot tub scene. And in the book, it's still like a huge thing. Like there is a school assembly that they're doing and then it ends up playing in the background, like in front of the entire school. Yeah. Like it's really bad. I think the cops also get involved and her dad knows about it and her and her dad talk about it. And the dad goes to the school to try to handle it. Like it's a huge, it's a huge thing in the books. He's a doctor. Yeah. Okay. So I love her dad. He's so freaking cute. <laughs> he's super adorable in both the book and the movie. I think he's probably the character that um, translates the best from book to movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the oh, same thing. It's the same, like, dad humor. Bless. Yes. I love He's him. adorable. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of, like, the main difference. So then, like, that's kind of how the whole story changes is because it, in the second book, there's, she's still kind of dealing with that. And then, like, and then they kind of explore their feelings for each other, like, the book starts off with it being Korean New Year's, so, like, mm-hmm. that's actually in it, which I think is really cute, and they still get all dressed up in hanbok, and it's mm-hmm. adorable. <laughs> but she actually goes to Peter and gives him a letter, another letter, saying, like, her true feelings. So, like, what we got at the end of the movie, it's at the beginning of this book. Mm-hmm. So they were just cutting all, like, cutting all ties just to kind of close yeah. it up in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So that's why the second movie is a little different. But, oh, man. <laughs> it's still really cute, though. Um, Interesting. Right. Yeah, so in the movie... Or no, in the book, sorry, the whole hot tub scene kind of handles, it's a little bit heavier. Like, they handle uh, slut shaming, mm-hmm. and they hand, like, um, sex being pushed onto teens, and how, like, it just kind of, it's a little bit heavier and a little bit of a heavier topic. But second main difference, Margot doesn't exist <laughs> in the second movie. Like, Margot's literally only seen, like, on a phone screen, oh. like, twice. And in the second book, she plays, like, a huge part in it. Like, she's there for Korean New Year's. She's, yeah. like, on vacation and stuff. So she kind of fixed the whole hot tub thing she gets it taken down pretty quickly right in the movie in the movie yeah yeah. so in the book i forget how like the final thing that it's actually done with but um in the book she she comes to visit for like every pretty much every um college vacation she comes to visit Mm -hmm. so why they decided to cut that out i don't know (laughs) also there's a bit of um like a it's a little bit more emotional uh between Margot and Trina, the neighbor that he ends up dating in the book, yeah. or in the movie. He ends up dating her, too, in the book, but mm-hmm. it kind of, like, she ends up moving in pretty early, and when Margot comes to visit, it gets a little rocky, because mm-hmm. Margot feels like she's being replaced, because she did technically, like, raise her sisters, yeah. and especially with Kitty, the youngest one, because Kitty's like, Trina this, and Trina that, and Trina's amazing, and Margot just feels like she's just getting, like, kicked to the side, and yeah. she's, like, no longer, like, the mother figure. Yeah. So it's kind of sad. It's kind of, like kind of more heavy in the books and i think um i was watching a book versus movie youtube video by fabulous book fiend mm-hmm. and she said like one line and everything clicked in my head of like why it's so different and she said that the movie just has like a more romantic tone to it like mm-hmm. instead of it being like a slice of life it's just like a rom-com and i was just like oh duh you're <laughs> like, watching it with rose tinted yeah 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 it's very like it's the movie is very much more settled around Lara and how she handles Peter and John Ambrose and, like, the romantic side. Mm-hmm. Whereas the books, you kind of get more of, like, her whole life. So it's just, it's a little different. Yeah. It's more of, like, slice of life in the books. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot more of, like, um, like little things that are attached in the books. Obviously, because, like, the books always <laughs> have more information than the movie. So it's yeah. like, me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the second biggest thing that they completely got rid of and it's i i get it because it it probably would have been a little weird seeing like these 20 something year olds playing this but in the book 
there is this game that they play. So, like, the whole thing where... Because, you know, in the movie with the time capsule in the treehouse? Mm-hmm. And, like, how the gang gets back together and they talk about, like, they go through, like, what they put in the time capsule. Yeah. So, in the book, that also happens. But then from that, they're like, hey, do you remember this game we used to play called Assassin? And basically, everyone, you write everyone's name, put it in a hat, and then everyone picks out a name. And that's, like, your target. So, it's just, like, this hugely elaborate game of tag. <laughs> that's, oh, like, literally okay. all it is. <laughs> Like, that sounds like fun. Right. <laughs> right. But it's like, I get like, I get why they probably cut it out and kind of like worked their way around it mm-hmm. just because um, it would be, it's a little childish, you know, but I think it would have been cool. But they, there's a whole like set of ground rules, like school is a safe place. Everyone's house is, is a safe place. And then um, it, cause with that, because Lara Jean never won and like Jen, Genevieve always won, I think yeah. something like that. So it's like another like power thing between them like you mm-hmm. know how like she's constantly she's always jealous herself. of her yeah and... she's always jealous of her so in the book Lara Jean is like determined to win and through this game of assassin because John Ambrose is a part of it too mm-hmm. she finds out because in the book you find out that Genevieve's parents are splitting up and that's why she's been so close to Peter recently because Peter's mom and dad have divorced so he mm-hmm. gets it so she's trying to like I need a friend to talk to who understands what I'm going through, and it's Peter. But Laura doesn't know that because Peter won't fucking just tell her that. Yeah. He's just like, oh, she's going through stuff, so she needed to talk to me. And Laura Jean takes that as like, well, you always pick her. Like, you're always there for her no matter mm-hmm. what. And whenever she calls, you run to her. And it's like, you would have just told her why you guys are talking. I'm sure she would have understood. But in the book, <laughs> she gets Jen's name, and she follows because Jen goes to her dad's work. Oh. And she sees Jen's dad cheating on her mom with his secretary. And that's, like, yeah. So she kind of, like, fumbles onto the secret that she obviously was not supposed to know. And it's kind of, like, this whole thing between her and Jen, which I wish they would have explored more. Mm-hmm. Because in the books, they definitely have a more of, like, a patching over a friendship moment. Yeah. And they're, it's, I like. I did like their relationship development. Right. From the second like one the second to the third one. I was, yeah. like, this is entirely different. And I vibe with it. Yeah. yeah. So in the book, you get to, like, see why. Because. Mm-hmm she confronts her about it like the scene in the movie where they actually meet up in the treehouse and they kind of like talk about it a little bit like she's like yeah my yeah. my dad and my mom are divorcing like you find out way like you find out all through laura jean and laura jean's like oh shit like <laughs> i shouldn't have seen this like this is like really difficult stuff to deal with at this age mm-hmm. and she kind of like talks to jen about it and it's so much more meaningful <laughs> but yeah the whole assassin game like doesn't exist and it that also plays like a huge part throughout the books because there's more moments of her and john ambrose because of it mm-hmm. and that's the other thing is like the john ambrose thing in the movie they're like cute but i feel like at the end like when they kiss it's not as like gratifying as when they kiss in the book because in the book there's so much more scenes because in the book big spoiler what mm-hmm. am i I'm a little sad that they didn't do this, but Jan Am- John Ambrose is actually Stormy's grandson. Oh, really? Yeah, and Aww. you don't find that out until, like, later. Um, so Stormy, like, keeps talking about her grandson this and grandson that because that's why he's at the retirement home so much is because mm-hmm. he's related to her, not because he's volunteering there. Aww. So you find Why would out- they cut that out? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because, like, they casted John Ambrose as, like, a black guy and mm-hmm. Stormy's white, but, I mean... Could have just made Stormy black, or they could have just been like a mixed family. Like they could have done it. I don't Mm -hmm. know why they didn't. I don't understand why they cut that out. But it's so freaking cute. It adds something. It doesn't. It really does make it complicated or anything. Right? Oh, that's cute. 
And there's so many cute moments that happen because of it, because Stormy's like talking up her grandson. She's just like, oh, he's coming to visit. She's marketing her grandson. Too. Yeah, exactly. She's like trying to sell her grandson to Laura Jean. And when they meet, she's like, oh my God, it's John freaking Ambrose. And it's so cute. And there's this part where like it rains or it snows. I'm pretty sure it snows. And they get stuck at their retirement home and they both have to spend the night there. Oh. And so... One of those tropes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stormy's like, absolutely not. Laura's spending the night in my room and you're going to spend the night in Miss Morales' room. Mm-hmm. And they sneak out together and like go play in the snow and like have a cute little moment. Like it's just... There's so many more cute little moments mm-hmm. in the book. So their whole like relationship to me is way more gratifying in the book than it is in the movie. Because yeah. in the movie it's just like, oh, we just so happen to be volunteering together. There's a few scenes of us cleaning things and... He plays the piano. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's Jordan he Fisher. He's got I was going to say, piano. that's Jordan Fisher totally playing the piano. I don't we think... all know I love Jordan Fisher. <laughs> exactly. That's why, like, I just don't understand why they didn't just make his, like, you could have made Stormy Black and everything would have been fine. Yeah. Also, so funny because at the end of the first one, when they didn't know they were going to get a second one. Yeah. John Ambrose comes to the door and it's not John exactly. Ambrose. It's this, like, it's white, white boy. <laughs> well, because in the book, that's what he is. He's, like, your typical, like, tall, blonde, Blazer. white boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I'm totally fine with Jordan Fisher because he's freaking adorable. I just think it's funny because Netflix does have the power. They could just go in and edit. I mean, it's a streaming platform. They could just go in and edit. You know what I mean? Right. Put in Jordan <laughs> Fisher so that it's like continuity. Re- right. <laughs> Or they could have just, like, not have shown the person and yeah. just shown, like, the letter being delivered with, like, a voice behind. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. It's Netflix. We forgive. <sighs> just, just forget it. Continuity. <laughs> right. The key. Yeah. So there's just, like, less moments of him in the movie, I think, than there are in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's really cute because the party you end up throwing, I know it's, like, a like a star ball or, like, a star formal in the movie. Mm-hmm. In the book, it's, like, a USO party, which is, like, what they used to have in, like, World War II but it's a USO party and they make it like themed like that. So everyone comes, there's like a jazz club, like a jazz band. Mm-hmm. They all get dressed up in like 1950s clothing and it's like, it's probably World War II. Yes. World War II. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. 1950s, World War II. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a World War II party and there's actually like, um, I know it definitely is World War II because there's a <laughs> Japanese woman at the retirement club and she brings like um, her whole, like how her family handled World War II because mm-hmm. they also play a big part. And it's, like, it's so cute. But, like I said, it's, like... I love that. The book is way more slice of life. Like, Mm -hmm. you get way more aspects of everybody, whereas the movies are just kind of centered around, like, her and the boys and the love letters. And it's way more of, like, a teenage rom-com than Mm -hmm. it is of, like, a a finding yourself book or movie. So... I'm, like, what is that called? There's... It's slice of life, but there's some other term that they use for that. I don't know. Like, youth development. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) right it'll come to me when we're done recording probably right and it'll, mm-hmm. or like i'll be talking about something and you're just gonna shout it out <laughs> and be like oh it's this that's usually what happens to me um one thing i love about the movies yeah they remind me so much of the old 80s stuff you know breakfast club right sticks and candles <laughs> as laura jean would love oh yes i think th- mm-hmm. i think that's also another reason why they Ferris did Bueller. that why they went that way um, oh, so some of the similarities, like some of the things that are still in it, is one of my favorites was was the fake skiving, mm-hmm. like that's still in it, and I thought it was so cute. Like that's pretty much verbatim, like still in it. So that's like the weird thing, is because the movie still has a bunch of stuff that happens. It just either happens in a different order or like in a different place. Mm-hmm. Like it's really interesting. Do you think it makes sense how they changed it, or is it just kind of 
there's no point to them changing. Like, why did they change the order? But okay, this happened. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because, like I said in the book, it starts off with Korean New Year, mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess isn't like that big of a thing. Like, it doesn't really matter, like, where you put Korean New Year in the book, I guess. But that's all pretty from page to book. Like, they dress in the hanbok. Her grandparents are super adorable, like, mm-hmm. super, like, excited that they're dressed up and the cousin's still there and then like they have that moment where the cousin's like oh you have a boyfriend and kitty's like show her a picture (laughs) like that's still all in the book yeah (laughs) but that's the other thing is they made kitty way more i think a little bit older and way more sassy in the movie like she's she's way more of like a little sister and a little like Mm -hmm. she's a little bratty like she's going through yeah. that age in the book like, so. i love kitty in the movies I'm yeah. like, can you be my little sister my honestly gosh. she's way more cuter in the movies than mm-hmm. she is in the books in the book she's just she's a little like whiny but oh yeah the time capsule is still there that's in the book and that's in the movie that's also pretty like verbatim i love that tree house i've always wanted a tree house that tree house is so yeah. freaking ridiculous this is huge like, you can fuck? all sit in there yeah there's also just a lot more um which I totally get, but there's a lot more location differences. I love how I'm supposed to be talking about similarities, and I just keep talking about differences, but whatever. Because yeah, <laughs> uh, in the books, she actually goes to John Ambrose's school with John Ambrose because, like, her relationship with Peter gets a little bit rocky, and mm. it's rocky for a long time in the book. So um, she spends a lot, like I said, she spends a lot more time with John Ambrose because her and Peter are going through a rough patch. So she actually goes to John Ambrose's school and for a lacrosse game because I think – She's trying to surprise Peter because Peter's playing against his school. So they go there and John Ambrose is like, oh, I'll take you. Oh, because she's it's for the assassin game. That's why they cut it out mm-hmm. because she's she I think she's supposed to get Peter. That's why she's going. Like she's supposed to tag out Peter, but they can't do it on like her school because mm-hmm. it's a safe zone on different turf. though. she can do it. Yeah. Okay. So she's trying to go to his school to get Peter. And uh, John Ambrose takes her, and you meet some of John Ambrose's friends, and, like, you have a conversation with them, and they're like, oh, you're Laura Jean. And she's just like, wait, what? And John's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, John's like, nope, 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 nope. Like, don't talk to her. Yeah, like, it's so cute. And there's, I feel like it just would have been so, in the book, there's way more of a, oh, like, maybe I want her with John Ambrose. <laughs> like, maybe. And I feel like in the movie, it's very much like, you know she's going to end up with yeah. Peter. And in the book, they play it off as, like, ooh. She could. Yeah. Because in the book, yeah. um, Peter and Jen, like, almost get back together. Ooh. Yeah. Because no. the USO party, her and John are leaving. And when they're walking out, Peter and Jen are walking in. And I can't remember why. And he's just, like, you came here with John. And, like, they have a whole moment. And John, like, pulls up in his convertible car that his dad let him borrow. And he's, like, get in, Laura Jean. And they, like, drive off together. Like, it's a... My heart was broken, but my heart was also, like, oh. Oh. (laughs) Because, obviously, Peter Peter Kaminsky's endgame. But it was just, like, oh. If Peter wasn't there, I fully support John. Yeah. The piano scene. (laughs) (laughs) The piano scene that only exists in the movie. (laughs) Who would I choose if I was... If you were Laura Jean. That would be a struggle. <laughs> that would be a huge struggle, but, mm-hmm. ugh. And it's also really weird, because in the books, in the third one, John Ambrose, is, like, doesn't exist. Oh. Yeah, like, he's brought really? up once or twice. Like, they meet each other again. Like, there's a thing where she might go to the school that he wants to go to, and they, like, see each other at a meeting at the mm-hmm. school, and then they're brought up at, like, the senior party that they go to, but that's it. Yeah pretty much it and then when you meet him again he's like oh i have a girlfriend and it's kind of weird because it's just she's kind of like oh my god john ambrose because once again her and peter are going through a rough patch and she's like oh john and he's like hi here's my girlfriend so it's kind of like a oh 
that's not gonna happen anymore i think that's another reason i don't i'm not interested in reading it because i'm fine watching it because they kind of skim over all of the in-between stuff because i hate high school drama like that so i'm just kind of like i don't want to read or be immersed in this (laughs) (laughs) you're just like "Mm, i don't really know about that Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i mean that's why when you i just wanted to read them because i wanted I think more. That's the only reason. Like, if I watch something first and I haven't read the book, the only reason why I end up reading the book is because I'm like, I know there's more to this and I want to know. That's the same Mm -hmm. thing I did with, like, Me Before You. Like, watching that movie tore me apart, but I was like, I know there's more in the book. And it's... (laughs) Another one I refuse to read. (laughs) It's so bad. You should do that for another movie, so... I will. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that for another one that I like. Because every time I I think about that movie, I'm just like, Lindsay (laughs) loves this movie. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Meep. But anyways, Gosh, back to this one. you just love sad rom-coms. I do. I don't know why. I don't know what that says about me. Or if there's like a person, I guess, and they're broken, sign me up. Hmm. Oops. Not not for me. Honestly. It's like, do you better you have, get your shit together. Do you have a favorite part in this movie? In the movie? What's um, your favorite scene? I'm not team John Ambrose, but the piano scene. <laughs> uh, Oh, man. Or just at the end when they got their shit together. Right. Because I hated all of the tension and the breakups. Just like, come on, love each other, (laughs) goddammit. Right. But I mean, they're teenagers. I feel like like in the book it makes so much sense that why she's the way she is. Because they're Mm -hmm. teenagers and they're figuring each other out. And they're still very like, I don't even know what the fuck love means, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But there's one thing I think... um, Peter is way more endearing and way more adorable in the movies mm-hmm. as well. Because in the book, he's a teenage boy. So it's yeah. like... He's the most popular guy in yeah, high school. Yeah. And he does like kind of have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. So there mm-hmm. are moments. I mean, they they do have like adorable moments. But yeah. there is also moments where you're just like, ooh, if I could slap a boy, <laughs> it'd be him. Yeah. But yeah. My favorite part of the movie is definitely at the very end when he shows up. And she's like, Peter, what are you doing here? And he's like, you don't like driving in the snow. Yeah. And it's oh, like, my God. Oh, so oh. cute. Oh. It's And she looked beautiful. Right? She always looks so amazing. I know. I Lord love her Jean. style. I'm like, ooh, girl. The stylist in these movies. <laughs> right? Whoever, like, does her clothing. Well done. See, magnifique. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a least favorite part? Mm-hmm. I think it was the first scene in the treehouse where there was a lot of tension mm, i remember it was just like oh the vibes in here are not not it yeah and it was just because she thought at that point peter and uh genevieve were yeah because like yeah. peter mentioned that they were going to the treehouse and jen's like oh didn't get my invite but mm-hmm. i'm here anyways that's that's from the book also just yeah. saying <laughs> Yeah, that part, probably. Yeah, that moment <laughs> happens. But yeah, that is a little rough just because at that mm. point in the movie, she hasn't told Jen Ambrose that they're dating. So Peter's just like, what the Oh, fuck? yeah, it was really awkward. Yeah. No one's communicating. Yee. John clearly has a crush on her. Yeah. And... Like, John's like, oh, don't worry, I can help her clean. And Peter's like, it's cool. Like, I'll help yeah. my girlfriend clean. Oof. And it's just like, ooh. That part. Shit. Yeah. That whole scene, because I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Confrontation. Oh, no. I don't like it. <laughs> just get along, goddammit. Yeah. That's another huge, like, there's some changes I don't understand, and this is definitely one of them, but they changed their, com- like, location completely. Mm-hmm. So in the books, I they're in Virginia, I believe, or, like, some east coast state and for some reason in the movies they're like in oregon oh yeah it's like really weird or washington washington or oregon because i know they mention um 
when they're talking about John Ambrose like liking a baseball team and he had a baseball cap because that's the thing that he put in the capsule was the Seahawks oh. cap. So in the um in the book it's the Orioles. He has an mm-hmm. Orioles hat. And they're like Seahawks is Seattle, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's like I know that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at Seahawks all. is Seattle. Good job. <laughs> so in the yeah. books, it's a different team because their locations are different, mm-hmm. but it is still like that does actually happen. Laura Jean bought a T-shirt for that sports team because John Ambrose liked them, and it's just like, well, it's so cute. So yeah, but that actually is a similarity between the two. It's just, so that's what I mean. Like the same thing happens. It's just changed for whatever reason that they did that. Because location is such a big thing in the third one. Yeah. You know. So that's the other thing in the third one is because like the school that she wants to go to in the third one is Berkeley and it's a little different because in the book she wants to go to her mother's alma mater. Mm -hmm. I believe it's Virginia State or Virginia Tech. I can't remember. But it's, like, her mom used to go there, and her mom took her there all the time. Like, they would just go, like, they would have things on the campus, like, festivities open to the public, and mm-hmm. they would go all the time. So it's way more, like, sentimental for her. Huh. So I don't understand why they changed that. I don't know if it's because, like, the filming locations they got were in easier, those locations. So or... they were like, oh, we'll just move it. I don't even know those locations, so I can't be like, oh, that's not Exactly, that's right? Not... Like, if you would have told me that they were in, like, Virginia or whatever, I would have been like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've never been there. Seems good to me. But although anything set in San Francisco. Right. (laughs) Uh, Right. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. That is a thing, though, because in the books, they do actually go to New York. So the Mm -hmm. fact that they went to New York, it's just kind of funny, though, in the movies, because it's like, name a school that's going to take you. Well, I guess they do do that. Take them all the way across the country. Whereas in the book, it's just like, boop, like Mm -hmm. a little trip to New York. But I feel like in the, right? Do they go to New York? No, they did a. I was just. It's a school trip, right? That was a tangent. Yeah, but they they go go to to New York. York? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird, right? Because what we do, at least in my school, you only go on like cross country trips if you're in choir or you're. Yeah, it was mostly choir trips that did that. I remember. I think Beth actually went to New York with one of her Mm -hmm. schools, but it was New York and then Washington D.C., like the capital. But they seemed like that was their senior trip or something. Yeah, we had a senior night in an ice skating rink, right? (laughs) Or Disneyland because we were banned from Disney to Arizona when we were that young. Like we do things in the location. Oh, in high school though, we went to Disneyland. Yeah, that was like our senior trip. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. It's like name a high school that takes like their. I don't know how bougie that only happens in movies. Honestly, yeah, because in high school the only senior group that went to new york was the um the business academy because i don't know because wall street and all that fun jazz so they just go and the teachers from new york so i think he just uses an excuse to go back home honestly (laughs) but they they're the only ones i know that in high school went to new york for like whatever type of trip but they also had to pay for it so it's like you're telling me you took a whole like graduating class to new york Mm -hmm. like okay not in mine (laughs) right that's why i'm like (laughs) it makes way more sense in them in the book because they're only like right there yeah. it's just like a little hop up to new york yeah yeah that's a movie movie perk thing <laughs> right this does not happen in real life so yeah that's another change i never understood as a location and it was something that i didn't even realize until the third one because mm-hmm. when they start talking about like different or i guess in this one when they mentioned the sports teams the sports teams were like yeah. really different and i was like huh that's over here and that's way over there <laughs> But I bet if you don't even live in the U.S. and you're watching this, it means nothing to you. Because our states are kind of country size in comparison to some other places. Right? Yeah. yeah. Especially California. God. Yeah. You could fit like, I don't know how many regular sized states inside of California. Right. So yeah, that's basically like all of the um, 
like the some the few similarities like i said there's a bunch of things that happen they just happen either differently or in, in different locations um but it's mainly just like way super different but it the i guess like at the end the like arc of the story is still the same like mm-hmm. her and peter start dating and there's like a little blip with john ambrose and then she kind of confronts her problems with jen like there is a a thing in the movie that i really really loved with her and jen where she talks about the Korean word that means, like, I think it's chong is what they say. Mm-hmm. There's a Korean word of having, like, this tie to someone that, yeah. like, no matter what happens, like, even if it was love and it turns to hate, like, no matter what happens, you're always going to have, like, that history with someone. Mm-hmm. And she mentions that she's, like, she always thought that in her relationship with Peter, she thought that it was, like, his history with her with her that she thought she was, like, couldn't get over. Mm-hmm. And then she finds out that it's actually, like, her ties, like, her chong with Jen that she yeah. couldn't get over. Because, like, they were friends and then they weren't friends and now it's, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's more like she realizes that it's her that needs to, like, work on this Mm -hmm. and get over it. And she's, like, and I can't fault Peter for, like, having this with her Mm -hmm. because they have history. Yeah. So it's it's not his fault that we have beef. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, a learning experience for her. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, I really loved that. And um, that does actually happen, like, in the book. It's Mm -hmm. just... Yeah. But, yeah, I do love that. That she's just, like, oh, I can't, like keep bringing up Jen for every little thing, like nitpicking mm-hmm. Peter for every little thing that has to do with Jen when obviously, yeah. like, they have their relationship and it's just like, look at you being a healthy teenager. <laughs> look at you, adulting. Good job, <laughs> <Right>? Laura Jean. <laughs> Honestly. So, yeah, that, like, the overall arc and everything that kind of happens is the same. It's mm-hmm. just, like, how and when it happens switches around a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. But pretty much it's, all, it's all still there. It's all still there. <laughs> and it has a maybe moment with John Ambrose, but ultimately ends up with Peter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's really cute. Kavinsky's endgame. Yeah. There's just way more like high school elements, I think, in the book yeah. than there are in the movie. The movie's way more like, we're a sweeping rom-com. And mm-hmm. the book's way more like, we're a slice of life of a teenage girl. Random thought. Yes. Because the high school's an inside high school, mm-hmm. right? Is that all West Coast or outside? generally or are they inside or is it just california that's outside because my high school's outside you no i think I mean? it's i think it's well i think it is mainly california because i know oregon and washington deal with snow way more oh, than yeah. we do There's so they might one. have indoor schools yeah that's just a question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that is i think that's way more uh, of an east coast thing but i do think west coast schools have it because in washington it rains all the time and it snows mm-hmm. and it snows in oregon too so because that's the thing i've always wondered because all of these high schools on TV, right? They're movies, always they're indoor. all inside. So I thought when I would go to high school, it would, it would look be like indoor. that. It does not look like that. We have also a quad. we didn't even have lockers. We had a quad too. We got our lockers taken away. We did too. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we got our lockers taken away just because there ended up being not enough lockers for enough students. Oh. Like we were just so like overpopulated. Ours was because people were keeping paraphernalia. That too. <laughs> That's kind of like I think that was like the real reason. But the reason they told all the parents and like what they told the public is because yeah. we like didn't have enough for the students it was mm-hmm. only like you had a pe locker and i think that's it but high school questions that i'm still <laughs> not answered right <laughs> but yeah i think southern california schools are way mainly outside, outside. i think everyone else kind of has like weather to deal with mm-hmm. i just <laughs> so wondered that because they have inside. i like their high school right because yeah. even i when we would take trips in my middle school to camp arrowhead a lot and um they have they took us to the rim of the world which there's a high school there and that's all indoors because it snows in arrowhead uh-huh. so i mean i think it's just like southern california mm-hmm. like closer down like where we the only weather we have to deal with is the heat and then sometimes <laughs> rain yeah <laughs> i think that's why all of our schools are oh. outdoor and because like our population of our city is like 
ridiculous. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Good question. High school. <laughs> yes. High school in Southern California. Yes. Mm. All right. Shall we start? So we are only, because Bridget hasn't read the book, she obviously doesn't get, like, the personalities of a lot of the other characters. Yeah. So we're only sorting the main three. So mm-hmm. Laura, Peter, and John Ambrose. Yeah. So. Laura <laughs> is a Ravenclaw, I would say. Really? Yeah. Oh, how funny. So they actually talk about it. Well, I mean, they mm-hmm. what disclose. Is, yeah, because she says what they she They say is. it in the movie, too. I don't remember. They <laughs> say that they're both Hufflepuffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. she's a Hufflepuff. There's actually way more than instance. I can't remember. I didn't bring it up because I can't remember if this happens in the first book. Mm-hmm. That's not. Sorry. The second book or the third book. But there is actually a moment where Margot comes. I think it actually is in the second book. I can't remember. But she brings home a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's British, and it's, like, super freaking cute, but there's also, like, some headbutting there because she has issues with the dad because the dad's like, oh, no, he can sleep in the guest room. And Margo's like, he's sleeping in my room. Oh, yeah. And it gets very weird, and Trina's like, I think it'll just, like, be more comfortable for everybody if he just slept in the guest room. And even the boyfriend's like, I'll sleep in the mm-hmm. guest room. Like, it's really not that big of a problem. And Margo's like, no. Like, Margo tries to be all, like, I'm head of the house and yeah. also, like, going through, like, a moment because she's still, like, growing up. Like, she's still not an adult, technically. Uh, and in that, they the first thing, obviously, because he's British, they bring up Hogwarts houses. <laughs> and he asks Laura, like, oh, what's your Hogwarts house? And she's like, I'm going to let you figure that out. Like, you spend the whole week oh, with yeah. us. And at the very end, like, you me tell know. me. Yeah. And so, like, right <laughs> before fun. he leaves, he looks at her and goes, Hufflepuff. And she oh. smiles. And she's like, yeah, like, I'm Hufflepuff. <laughs> like, it's so freaking cute. Oh, also, that's cute. not in the movie, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure that is the second one. Because the third one's all about their college. Mm-hmm. So that also happens, like, in the second book. Where, like, Margot comes home. I think it's for Christmas. Because it's, like, it's pretty long. They're there for a while. I don't know how much money that girl has. Because I also think that's why they didn't. Because she comes back for almost every vacation. Like, she comes back for Christmas. And I think, pretty sure that's when she brings him. Because he's there for, like, at least a week. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's Christmas. But, yeah, it's, like, this whole cute little moment that they don't get happen in the the movie. But she's a Hufflepuff. Canon, because it happens in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, it's what you decide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I put John as Hufflepuff. Yeah. So in the love letter, the love letter that she writes to John in the movie, she talks about how they show up at a a Halloween party, and and it's, like, right in the phase where kids think they shouldn't dress for Halloween. Oh, yeah. That was so cute. That's another favorite part with Halloween. Yeah, because she comes as French toast, and she's, like, a piece of bread with a with a beret and he comes as a deviled egg so it's an egg with like horns and a tail that's fucking adorable right? i totally forgot about that scene yeah. i love that scene so they talk about that and she's like yeah and you said that we were both hufflepuffs and she's like and i always liked that or something mm-hmm. like she mentions both of them being hufflepuffs yeah so yeah <laughs> hufflepuffs right unite mm-hmm. so cute so yeah john ambrose total hufflepuff oh yes in the book and the movie like in the book he's totally like a I'll be your friend. <laughs> he's so like, he's blonde, so he's like literally a golden retriever. Oh yeah. Um, and then Peter Kavinsky. He's a Gryffindor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Star of the lacrosse team. Yeah. Yes. He's kind of um. Oh my god, is it a himbo? Am I saying that right? Yeah. 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 Where he's just like, yes. <laughs> he's a himbo. Yes. He's a Gryffindor. Oh my god. He's just very clueless about things, mm-hmm. and not yeah. to insult my house, but. <laughs> they go they go off house. of their feelings very much mm-hmm. they don't go towards logic yeah. a lot of the time that's so. the thing because there is a lot of moments within both movie and book that if peter literally just told mm-hmm. laura jean like what's going on 
it wouldn't have been such a big deal, but the reason that he doesn't is because he thinks that would be betraying, like, Jen's trust. Yeah. Which rubs Laura the wrong mm-hmm. way, because she's like, but I'm your girlfriend, and that's your ex, and blah, 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 blah. But he's yeah. just trying to be, like, a good friend. Yeah. He's but, a himbo. Yeah. Gryffindor. <laughs> yes. Total Gryffindor. Yeah. Adorable. Oh. Uh, also, the locket. Sorry. Last little tangent mm-hmm. of difference. The locket, I think, means <laughs> way more in the books, because in the locket, um, in the locket, in the books... They do way more, like, antiquing, because, like, you know how his mom runs an antique shop? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's ever mentioned in the movies, but it's, it's in the book. <laughs> so he goes to, like, a lot of estate sales and a lot of, like, antique places for, like, auctions, and she joins him for a lot of them. And the locket is at... Oh, no. The locket is in the mom's antique store, but it's kind of crazy. And um, she... Every time she goes to visit him at the store, she kind of, like, looks at it, mm-hmm. and he ends up getting it for her. And he's oh. just, like, here, and she's like, oh, my God, it's the thing he I noticed. always look at. Yeah, like, he noticed her looking at it. But it was, like, super expensive, which is why she never bought it herself. And he's just, like, I mean, I may maybe working it off. Like, you know, the fact that he works at the antique store, he's just, like, paying it off as yeah. he goes, like, for labor. But, Aww. yeah, it's super adorable. So in the movie, when they have, like, that heartbreaking scene where she's, like, oh, do you want it back? Like, in the aquarium. And he, like, takes it off of her. It's just, oh, it hurt. Oh, yeah. It hurt me ten Beautifully times shot scene, though. Yes, Ooh. with the jellyfish in the back yeah. and the song playing. That is one thing it's about these though. movies. Their freaking soundtrack, Ooh. like, the music yeah. they have playing, it's so good. But, yeah, when they put, I remember, like, just hearing it, and I was like, da da Because I think da, it starts da. with Blackpink mm-hmm. when she's getting dressed. Oh, right? no, 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 no. It starts one? with, like, um, Sisterhood or Babysitter's Oh, Girls' Club. Generation. No, the opening so, song yeah. is, like, some, like, from, like, some 80s movie. Oh. The, it's when she's getting dressed for Peter's uh, lacrosse game, mm-hmm. and it's Let's Kill This Love by Blackpink. That's cute. I think that's it. Really quick one. Like, really quick episode, but... You hit all the points. I, I did. I did. We sorted Is everybody. It... We talked about all of the differences. <laughs> no, that's very informative. So. Right? But yeah, that was this like this little series was part of my contemporary cleansing <laughs> from all the fantasy that I had been reading and all of like the power systems and like mm-hmm. journeys and death and I was like I Gods. need something that's nothing's gonna die on me yeah. so I was like contemporaries no one's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I need Aww. a guarantee of no death and I was like oh yeah. PS I still love you or mm-hmm. told the boys I love before no one's gonna die in those it's great mm. even though technically they do talk about the mom dying so oh. shit <laughs> I mean that on the page is explained too which is kind of sad in the books like their mom actually died at the house like with the girls oh yeah it's really sad mm. and like I think Margo's the one that finds her and Margo's the one that mm. yeah you find out way more about Margo in the books and you're kind of like oh, yeah. shit like it's oh. it's super sad. So uh. <laughs> Yeah. But also, um well it's kind of more of the third one, but you see her dad propose to Trina and it's the cutest fucking thing Aww, in the world. Cute. It's so cute. Because I think in the movie she sees it through the window. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When and in the book he like plans it with them. Ooh. Like he plans <laughs> it with all three of the girls, I think. Aww. And Peter <laughs> Peter's involved. And it's so cute. <laughs> it's so adorable. Like that's you get way more of, like, mm-hmm. her life in the books. And in the movies, it's just pretty much her and Peter. Relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's way more of, like, yeah. a capsule. But, yeah. It's super cute. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say, like, if you liked the movie and you want more, I would say read the book. But if you liked the movie and you were like, meh. I'm content. Yeah. Like, if you're content I'm, with the I do movie, love those movies. And yeah. I'll probably, I'll rewatch them. Yeah, right? Like, I have no problems yeah. rewatching them. Like, when I was, like, excited kind of to rewatch the second mm-hmm. movie, even though I'm, like, every time I watch it, I'm just, like, mm. all these differences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, oh. But, yeah. I think separately, 
Like, if you compare, like, you can't compare. Like, Bridget once wisely told me, and, like, I live by this now, like, you have to be able to separate things and appreciate them for, like, what they are separately. And, like, you can't sit there and, like, compare them all the time. So I'm just like... I love uh, that my words just stay with you. Yes. (laughs) You say some pretty smart things, and I'm just like, ah, sage advice from my small friend. (laughs) You're like Yoda. this pleases me. Yay. Yes, you're yes, you are Yoda. I am Luke. Me up. But yeah. I remember cuz I first, I think it was around the time of like Hunger Games mm-hmm. and when we were going to see those movies together and you were just you went off on somebody. You went off on somebody else, not me. I know who I went off. Yes. <laughs> and you said that and I just remember hearing it and I was like, oh, "Brilliant." So now whenever I like whenever this happens where mm-hmm. like something's being adapted and I read whichever one I read or watch it. first, I just try to remember that like they're two separate things mm-hmm. and also like now going to college and taking like some movie classes and oh, you are like watching hard. bonus features <laughs> and like you kind of like learn a little bit about the movie world like mm-hmm. how that goes about it kind of makes more sense of like why they had to cut certain things yeah. out you kind of just have to like it's hard to, to make a movie really is and it's expensive to make a movie yeah. so it's kind of like if your book's got like 10 different locations like obviously some of those are getting cut because each location you permits like yeah it permits the makeup that everything has to go with you and like travel time and everything it's like so if you got a lot of locations, it's probably not going to happen in a movie. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, P.S. So that's that's it. That's all I yeah. got. And so that was P.S. I Still Love You, which is the second book in the mm. To All the Boys I Love Before trilogy. Yeah. What do you have on your list for future movie sods? Because I got two. Oh. Well, for I mean, sure I might do I Me do. Before You for the one yeah. I like. I don't know about which one I don't like. I'm not sure. But I don't know. What, what are yours? What are um, your future episodes? Uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower and Love, Simon. Ooh, I'm excited. Versus cause... Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Yeah. That's the title Because the... I've read Perks of Being a Wallflower, but mm-hmm. I have not read Simon. So that'll be interesting. And I've heard you go off on that one, too. Yeah. So Ooh, I'm excited. That's an interesting one because it's so different. But Ooh. I'm able to separate them. Right. And the I love here. them like... separately. Yes. And... Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Simon. Oh, so I'm so cute. excited because I remember I think I watched that movie with you and it was like couldn't look at Oreos the same way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'll have to like look through, um, like an adaptations list and see like what, mm-hmm. what's out there that has been adapted yeah. that I haven't talked about yet. For sure, I'll do one of those because I did Logan Lerman last time. I should do Logan Lerman this time. <laughs> oh yeah. But I kind of I don't know. I want to do I might do Simon next. Yeah. I might do me me before you. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, an excuse to watch that movie again, <laughs> pretty much. And then I'll have to, like, refresh myself on the book. Because I'd, I'd remember a lot of the changes, but I know there's a whole, once again, there's mm-hmm. way more information in the book. Because yeah. cause you literally have to, like, in order to sell, like, a decent-sized book, you have to fill it with information. <laughs> and it's kind of the opposite with movies. Like, yeah. I'm excited. I love these episodes. They're, like, a nice, quick little break. From, they're fun. Like, right? And I feel like they're easier for us. Like, they're easier to record. Like, they're easier yeah. to kind of, like, get through. So, mm-hmm. Yay! Yay! All right. I know we just recorded the Six of Crows episode, so it's, uh, I think we've already talked about, like, what we're currently reading and what we're, but, mm-hmm. oh, what are you going to read after Shadow and Bone? Uh, I think I might do This Is How We Lose the Time War. Oh, that's yeah. that's what it's called. It's just how we lost the time war. I'm probably saying it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's pretty small, and it's just letters back and forth between these two interdimensional traveling women who hate each other but they end up loving each other at the end and it just seems super cute and everyone is raving about it so i might do that one as a quick break right Mm. a quick little like bloop 
I think I'm currently reading Cress, and then I think I'm gonna read Rule of Wolves because mm. I the fact that it has I, to happen at yeah some point. it has to happen at some point and i feel like since i'm still on my shadow and bone kick i feel like i gotta read it especially since she did say it might be the last time we ever step foot in the grishaverse oh, so yeah. i'm just like she did say she left it when i mean she i mean lee she did say she left it with an open door so like if she ever wanted to walk i love the way she said it she's like if i want to ever wanted to walk through it again it is a possibility mm-hmm. she's like but i might just leave it for my fans to walk through and i'm just like oh, yeah like it's so cute how she talked about it her. so right such a queen but mm-hmm. yeah um so i'm probably gonna do rule of wolves and then after that i'm not entirely sure because like throne of glass yeah i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking thinking about throne of glass because the I know eventually. Fun for sure. Yeah, I know eventually we have to do those since they're gonna like potentially cross over yeah, with our Avatar right? babies. I, I was like, well, maybe I'll just read Crescent City because it's only one book, but the second Ooh, one just came out. Crescent City is thick because it's it? an adult. It's <gasps> it's written adult novel, so oh, okay. there's <laughs> spicy scenes in there, I've and heard. the font is very small. <laughs> oh, so it's and the pages are thin. It's like a Bible. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, oh, that's great. a whole thing. But, you know, you're audiobooking, so it's right. It's very yeah. immersive, and it's cool. It's more, Did you read it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you read that it's one. It's more... Um, that's exciting. Oh, what is that called? Like, how City of Bones is described, where it's kind of in the city. Yeah. You know? So it's not as, like, Worldly. fantasy. It's more, yeah. like, city-based, but it's, you know... Like, urban? Urban. Yeah. Urban yeah. fantasy. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Urban fantasy, I would yeah, say. Like Cinder. Yeah. Like how Beijing, or new Beijing. Oh, Cinder. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yes. Our first sci fi. Yeah. Oh, it is going to be it's our first sci fi. It's a sci fi fantasy, but it's more sci fi, I would say. Cinder yeah. is. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. After we do um, Shadow and Bone, <laughs> yeah, Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone, after those ones come out, we're going to start the Lunar Chronicles. Mm-hmm. So we're super hyped up. P.S. Yeah. Yeah. So I might do Throne of Glass. I might do something else. I don't know what I'm going to read, but I'm excited. Whatever your heart tells you, Lindsay. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, because I have a credit on Audible. And whenever that happens, <laughs> my anxiety just goes through the roof because I'm like, what am I going to get? Yeah. So. All right. We'll stop now. <laughs> okay, we'll end it. We have food coming. Yes. We have Korean food coming. All right. Uh, Do we say our ending? A movie so it's a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want me to say? Yes. <laughs> okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to us once again. Uh, keep reading. And keep watching. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.